memory, like I had this spirit like of respect for him, but it was more like of a a low inferior state. Right, like an insecure kind of respect. Yeah, because we were I think our concept and our perception of pastors, especially people during that time of people in positions of power mm-hmm. or what we think is power. Like, right, let's We talk were never that. taught. Like, my mother, she always exuberated energy of power because she was in a position of power. So, I thought my mother was God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just something about my mom. She just carried us to your grandmother. She, if you trust her energy, was just She'll, she'll come to you one day when you bring her consciousness. You she already in me because I be thinking I'm God. Yeah, so yeah, okay. she is in you. Yeah, your okay. talents and your skills and everything you do. That doing honor of just, just being a strong woman that you. I know what I said and that's it. That's I'm the leader. And she just had that power. Like, so it sh- when he made the statement, it really shifted my energy from this guy that was like. That you had the utmost respect for. To a point, like when I literally. Like, I used to be quiet with him, like, okay, okay. Till I went from, oh, okay, to literally, I can't make this up. I went from, okay, but this old, okay. <laughs> and when I look back at it, I really was not, I was this different person around right. this man. And I see him sometimes. That's the too. beauty of having changed so many different times in life. Like, we all have been different people at a different time in life that you look back and be like, who yeah, was that, that person? And it was a totally different person of my energy, right? Yeah. So I'm like, and it went from, okay, to pastor. Pastor. <laughs> you really think I, I can't, <laughs> I can't make this a pastor. I remember how I felt. I said, pa-, it went from a, and I believe he did it on purpose because he's, I, now I see it. He saw something in me that, if I was going to go further now where I'm going... You got to start taking some authority. Yeah. Right. That was my alarm. Oh, I thought it was a masculine <laughs> energy friend. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't have no masculine right energy friends. No. Not this time. Right I'm, about I'm to go just with so the focused on what I'm doing that it's not... I don't have any interest in anything or anybody. I could with y'all a lot. Man, a lot of y'all caught my energy. And then, Mom, that's beautiful because yeah. now you should know where you at. And that does happen. That's beautiful, but at least they, we know everything is in place. Like that's, right. And that's when it usually happens when you ain't even when you're not thinking you're about focusing it. On right time, right place, and not making your whole life centered around trying to be with somebody. I'm making my life centered around trying to be where I want to be. Right, and that's it. Because now you, because now you're gonna be happy now. Exactly. Because you just try, a lot of people realize it now. You, you just want to get with somebody because you're physically lonely. Right. And, and then it comes with a bunch of problems and arguments because and, y'all not aligned anyway. So. And the thing is, if you know yourself, you know you ain't ready for nobody because that takes a lot of mental cosmic energy to be dealing with another it partner, another does. person. And, so, and it could be fun. It could be fun, but, but it, it takes You'll know with somebody that you know you're aligned That is worth. Your, your energy blade night. This is worth it. Shoot, I want our lives to be aligned. I want us to be into a lot of the same things, so it's not too far off. Of course, you still be yourself. I still be myself, but when we care about brain. the same things, it's easier. When we passionate about the same kind of conversations, it's easier. I got it's you. hard enough to be that way these days with I people. I got you because, and I might answer that question, because I think what's happening now this cosmic energy of males are starting to rise up to complement the cosmic goddesses. The god males are now starting to understand it. So when they do come together with the goddess um, uh, 
feminine energy of, of you awesome goddesses they'll know now how to have a conversation now they'll see that it ain't just okay I want this is my wife she's beautiful she having sex she's doing her own thing but really the wisdom will come out right. of her well if we're going to be together we came together to be cosmic and then even maybe going further into eternity let her go if you know whoever leaves before about why she's here and while I'm here we're going to spend the rest of our lives not under a pressure or a force of being together but really out of a joy out of a fun understanding that listen she her, her humanity is still involved right a partnership but some women like to talk right you can't even have a conversation with a woman then and i think this is why a lot of men are like missing to that because that's why they you realize in the covid or whoever crew however we created this concept you know that's just another little conversation mm. but that's neither here nor there so when my energy shifted <laughs> from that timid you think to so to show you exactly what I, what was said so you pastor you think I'm going to eat a whole bunch of frosted flakes <laughs> pastor you think I, even as I think he had to laugh I know he probably laughing now but I say you see what you think so pastor you think I'm really going to eat a whole bunch of frosted flakes so I'm talking to him like I'm talking to a regular person I said come on I said come on pastor <laughs> Come on, Pastor. That's how I be if my director's at work. Like, don't be dumb. <laughs> like, like, for Come real. on, Pastor. So the fact that you have that type of energy with them, I didn't I realized at that moment, I'm glad I needed that because had I came in with that energy and now brought that energy inside your mother, mm -hmm. even though your mother already had that type right, of Right, she got so that energy too, she Rich. She going like, to sell it who it is yeah, and so how. She already had it, so even if I... Right, slow, we still wasn't going back. You got to be good. Right, we still was going to be good. So I know, even if, like you said, me and her not together, it was a moment in time that we know what we needed at that moment to bring you in here. You needed that type of energy. Mm -hmm. There was no... It was perfect. It was no, it was no accident. It was that type of energy that was 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 needed. That was that was in my mind the type of woman that I wanted to be with at that particular time. So I believe there's no accidents with anything. Like mm -hmm. you said, whatever decisions are made, learning process and you get over it. And so once that happened, everything like shifted even in my mind. When it, like even in my speaking, the speaking engagements I would get, mm. it was like See, and that's what I'm going after you on. Like, that's yeah. where I get that yeah, I from. That spirit. teacher mode and that speaking engagement. And you used to speaking in front of from, crowds. And from your ancestors. That came from grandmama, too. Okay. But it also came from her ancestors. I believe you were from her ancestors for way generations. Yeah. So, if the fact that you're speaking now, this is something that came from our ancestors. Definitely. That it really came and got on us, and you're continuing that. Yes, that I am. Legacy. I feel it. Yeah, you got it. I'm you, excited about it, too. I ain't shocked about it. You got it, though. I can't wait till they put that microphone in my hand or whatever, because it's going to be scared, over. And that's it. People might say, well, how do you feel? Sometimes, I think all of us have that. Like those moments when we're starting off, even when we're speaking at that time, because that's something that's new, and no matter how much we can be master at, mm -hmm. it's just something about But... Nine times out of ten, once we get into the habit. Right, we just, like, we, we warm up, right. And that's it. what I'm telling it. myself. I don't want to be anxious. I just want to be in it and be happy. Be focused on the message because that's what I'm excited. No, thank you. That's what I'm excited about anyway, sharing the message and uplifting the kids and interested to see who they are as people and letting them be themselves. Right, so for you, 
from what I'm picking up from you is, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you realize, okay, this is what you want as a coach, but now you understand as a cosmic being that you already came to save yourself, but at the same time, you have a skill and a talent that you develop. But as you, as you being a coach, you ain't there to try to save these young people. Right. You just you're there to motivate, guide them. If that whoever want to be guided. Yeah, and give them information like where your inspiration is coming from them. Exactly. And whoever gets it, they'll get it. Right. Even if we save one, even if one child one, is saved, that's we do the it. Work. That's all we there for. If right, but a lot of people think success is. You got fifty crowd, if you fifty thousand that fifty thousand people you talking to. Mm-hmm. The fact that you had one meeting already. Yeah, that that meeting was big. That meeting was big. Successful. I can't wait. I'm they they pondering on my proposal now. But that meeting was big yeah. and that does feel like success. I've it's been officially five days since I've You're had official my official coaching certification. Come and, on now. And and your job is seeing you well, first of all, you already saw yourself in a different light since day one of the mm-hmm. day. So we already knew that because we had that goddess, God mentality already. Right. All these things are coming to the surface. So now these Europeans, and I have to say Europeans, most of them are cosmic beings. And yeah. I'm not hating on them. Right. But we understand because you might have a difference of opinion. No, I agree. I believe there's different species, but I also believe too, <laughs> what we're coming to find out is making sense. They are off-breeds of us that our ancestors created some of them. And they were off-breeds. See, a lot of them really want to claim blackness. Of course. They, they Most of them. Yeah. And they're just lacking melanin. That's what right. we call people when they're saying. So you can see it from there. So we're understanding them. The actual <laughs> physical trait. Yeah. So the reason why I said that was because for, it's just interesting to see most times, nine times out of ten, when it comes to Europeans, they don't, and not just Europeans, people in general too, some melanin people, until they really become conscious of what they're doing we have a tendency to look at a person's accomplishment and and name and look at somebody differently mm-hmm. so with most people what i'm picked up from them too is oh they see that you a coach now to them that's like you elite arrived. right elite. like it's when, a title i'm telling you, you know, learn you, how to play the game with them you, but we've been, been that you've been the elite from a before a title was in you see literally this, yes right? definitely because society has that concept yeah especially when it comes to us melanin definitely people. they always looking at these titles them to think that no we know we, we really, i've been we, that we before the title right a title just something that's added that we just put into it but to know that you are God and goddess before any title, that's true. Power. And that's why it's really going to take over in a different kind of way because it's going to be bigger than what they even think it is. Because it was already bigger than what before, you thought it was before, before, before I, I did it. Right. You think it's, no, you don't. You oh, don't really man. Know the, they the not cosmic, ready. The cosmic has come to the earth. You're talking about the rapture, mm. the second coming of Christ. We ain't waiting for another uh, Jesus to come. You sure are not. The one. The right. Christ has come. The goddess the has Christ come is here. The angels have come. The rapture has taken place. Right. At this point. <laughs> so right here. Right for, now. You want to wait for Jesus to come back? You go right ahead. The Messiah Hold your clothes here. up. The Messiah is at that four-year-old meeting with the yes, four-year-olds right now. Yes. So, it was so good. So I thought that was interesting. Um, because 
it lines up even with your coaching thing. Even with, I think the memory that you have of, of Creflo Dollar. Yes, I just him. needed to know. I'm just like, I know that I remember that happening. And I'm like, did that really happen? And why, what really is the backstory with that? Why were we there? What was the issue with Creflo Dollar? So, I, my, my confidence, my energy changes with Lauren Place with my grandfather. Right, okay. Inspiration. So, at that moment, there was a shift in my energy from that balance of being smooth, being quiet, still always was friendly with people, to now that I had to have that balance of assertion, right? Mm-hmm. When it always had it, but it had to be a different. It had to be some type of fiery power and this kind of like not stern, stern, but this firmness of okay, it's time to speak up and it's time to address situations now mm-hmm. with power, not fearless. Right. And that's what helped me, even in my speaking engagements that I've done, mm-hmm. it helped me like to even deal with people and stuff like that. So I really appreciate it. I was always calm. My mother, she was just, she just knew how to deal with people. So I had that part right. of associating, but it was that when it comes to, I knew my inner being had to address people who, who, the world looked at mm-hmm, based powerful. on a powerful position, on a title, right. and a position, and I see that was coming up. Mm-hmm. So I leave Lauren Place in the Bronx. Me and your mother situation happens with me and your mother, where I'm going to talk about it because I can talk about it now because I have to look back at it now and be with the truth, honestly. Talk about the changes, like being you come from one stage of another. Mm-hmm. So at that particular time, as I recall. Um, me and your mother had went through something in the house to about doing the inner work. See, it's one thing. People try to be on the outside and call success. True success is when you could be honest with yourself. Yes. True success is when you could be honest and say, I need to do the work. Mm-hmm. And here's where you know you're becoming more cosmic and being the goddess and the God that we are. Is when we can look back or look at the situation and admit, you know what? I could have did something better. Yeah, did. I messed up. I didn't, mm-hmm. when I, I'm not looking at that person. I'm looking at me. me. Regardless of what happened. That's so, accountability 101. Where yeah. you finding the reason why it was your fault. Not nobody else's. Yeah, so I knew me coming in, part of my problem, my issue was, I came in and switched from being this spiritual guy. Mm-hmm. Movies, flowers, and all that stuff. And hey, this little boost, this was the original me. To now, I'm being a religious person, mm-hmm. which is almost like robotic, and mm-hmm. my energy's changing. And I wind up marrying your mother out of fear, mm-hmm. fear about what my family, family would, would say because I was brought up in a culture. So I realized when I look back at myself, I wasn't being me. Mm-hmm. I was developing. I was still doing the inner work. Right. I didn't even know about consciousness at that particular time, but I knew as I look back at it. That was one of the major reasons why things had to develop like it was. Mm-hmm. As a baby, I was still a baby going there, mm-hmm. and it, it went into my marriage. Um, father wasn't there, so I'm not justifying. I'm just saying these are type of the steps because it still doesn't. It still doesn't mean that you can't person can't change. You can't right. use an mm-hmm. excuse, but that can be issues. Uh, it is a factor. We can't yeah. negate it from being a factor. Exactly. So. I picked up some traits about my mother. She was always, she knew how to talk to the opposite sex because I, I always mm. remember her when she's at the table with my father. She's never screamed at him. She's in a conversation like me and you are having. And every time she would ask him a question, I've never had my mother curse at him. Mm-hmm. I never saw my mother say, you ain't shit. You know, you ain't this. Right. I never saw and that. that's where it starts too. Yeah. So what I learned about how to deal with the opposite sex 
and how to deal with even my with you, with you as my daughter mm-hmm. as a female is because what I saw in your grandmother, mm-hmm. I saw how she conducted herself with a with a man, and I said okay, and that stuck with my spirit like okay, I want that. Okay, that's something that I want, but I took the masculine energy. Because my father had that masculine energy, which I took from him, of the quietness. Mm-hmm. He knew when to be quiet, like, okay. But he was, I see some things kind of affected him from the army, too. Like, because uh, if you, I tell you a story about your grandfather. He had owned his own cab. I don't know if I told you that. Mm-mm. He had his own cab, uh, what they call that thing when you have your own, it's, it's, a, it's a medallion. It's called a medallion. Okay. And if you ever see these yellow cab drivers, and the yellow cabs are the green cabs now, like, I think mm-hmm. uh, when you see the yellow cabs, that means they have their own cab company that they own that, mm-hmm. and they have the medallion to the actual ownership of it. It's called a medallion that you get a certificate of medallion to have ownership of the cab. Mm-hmm. So he was a cab driver. It's actually on my birth certificate. The next time I give it to you, on my birth certificate it says what his occupation was. He was a cab driver, but he was also in the military. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see me with military pants on. That's an honor of him. Oh, that's beautiful. Because my perception of him was he was a, you know, he went through some things psychologically with his mindset that y'all would never see. Mm -hmm. So I was always brought up with the perception that this was a bum. He'll come to church sometimes. So my mindset looking at him was like, but when he passed away, I gave him a hug, kissed him on the forehead, apologized to him, and that would be another whole conversation yeah, right. shit about, I didn't even know that, about right. doing the work. I'm going to share that with you another time. Doing the work? Yeah, we get it. We can trust. We and understanding that, dang, we don't know what his situation was, what his PTSD was, what his struggles was, what his parents' relationship coming was. Coming out of the military. Who missed him? Social worker, because during that time, what we're coming to find out was, during that time, if you had, if my mom, during that time, if you were on, um, EBT, or we call it EBT now, but during that time, it was called the welfare where people were getting the food stamps. Mm-hmm. So if the two couples were married, oh yeah, so a man, video like the that, the man had to be out of the house. The vanishing black family, that's where it started. And you said that basically men were forced out because they, if the mother is getting government assistance, then the man can't live in the home. And therefore, then that. Brace the family up right there, doesn't So how you gonna have how you gonna teach us how you gonna show your sons how to be a man. Right, and there's no man around. And how to deal with the opposite sex. So I'm only looking at because when I came into this world, I'm like too, I remember my mom's and my father. A little physical altercation. Mm-hmm. That's what the first thing I remember out of anything else. Okay. I'm in the middle, and keys are being he's reaching for keys. So in my mind, I'm thinking something has happened. That stuck with me as a man, even into manhood. Mm -hmm. And that really stuck with me. So my perception of the fight, of the keys, the little brawl, Mm -hmm. he's not in the house. And what I've been told Mm -hmm. as a baby. And that's very important. What you've been told told can mold what you think as you become an adult. And that's what I realized for myself. What I've been told is not, it's just somebody else's perception of the story. Because all truths are half-truths. All truths are half-truths because everything is just perception. (laughs) 
So it's like it's only just that person's truth. And it's which, not the other person's truth because which we've been tra- and the information, a lot of information has been left out. Right. Because during that time, I have to look back at it too, which I understand. I'm that's why I'm glad I've learned. I've been never mad at my when I find a lot of things. Like far as anger, I let all that stuff go. Right. I begin to understand it. Right. That and when you lean into understanding, you can ease your experiences in life. When you understand that. And not take everything so personal that everything is not about you. Oh yeah, it's still so gonna line see, up with the crap. So you can see, like, okay, how did it ties this, back it's in. all tied back into okay. that? Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So let's go. Let's yeah. Going. So I I leave that. Um, you know, I, it's, but there's a reason why I did mention everything that I was going through from religion. So I. That masculine energy, because I didn't have that. I had the quiet energy from my father that my that my your mother knew and saw. Mm-hmm. So that was attractive to her. Like, nah, this brother's nice. He good, you know. So she's coming in from relationship with Melvin. So I'm still immature cosmically, but there's still a reason for I come into her presence because at that moment of time, I see she had to leave that from that energy with Mel because there was just a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on. And the, and the universe or God, however you want to say it, didn't want her to go through that. So he was trying to protect her from that. Even though she was a baby, we were both babies. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing how we can see this now and, mm-hmm. and into cosmic, spiritually, versus, because if you've seen this in your, in your humanity, not with the third eye, a natural man would be like, nah, it's your mother fault. It's her fault mm-hmm. while I was in this mess, mm-hmm. while I broke up my marriage. Nah, mm-hmm. I don't blame, I don't blame and, your mother for nothing. And then Why? you understand though, because it's like what you just said, the universe didn't want her to go through that, but then things happened in your marriage and she still ended up going through that. It didn't want her to go through it in that moment and you took her out of it to and saved see that, it. Now, it's not, is it, is it the person because now you got to do the work now. Right. And and so the instant situation, because I knew what I wanted. I wanted a woman with green eyes. Mm-hmm. Even, I knew what I wanted. I wanted a woman with yeah, green eyes. I, I didn't say that. I had to, so Specifically. I had an understanding of the power of imagination, too, even when I didn't have the whole concept of mm-hmm. it. Of like manifestation. Manifestation right. that, you you know, as you met as a man thinking, you know, we read it in the Bible, but... Even unconsciously, I realized that okay, that's really real. Yeah, this thing is for real, mm-hmm. and I knew the exact woman that I wanted too. So, your mother was that exact manifestation of what I really wanted. Mm-hmm. But I still, there were some things now that I realized what I wanted. As time goes on, I realized some other things that I did want too that I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And she was beautiful. She was beautiful in the part of the manifestation to show me what I want and what I don't want and what. And the work I had to work on concerning myself, mm-hmm. she was perfect for the work that I had to do. Mm-hmm. Because I think had she for somebody like your mother, that really helped me because now I know how to deal with everything, everything and every woman. Like with that was you know, and that's powerful because your like mother you said, got you a cons- could be like, no, it was helpful. Nah, no, that she, helped me. Nah, that was because your mother got good. a cosmic power. And see, what we got to understand with your mother, your mother is a cosmic being. No, she's a cosmic being. No, she is. I agree. The I cosmic agree. energy. And but what it does, she allow you to really, really see yourself and work in yourself and kind of really tune, fine tune yourself. So I agree with that, that's too. That's just beautiful. Like, if you could use somebody else's personality to help you see yourself so, better... That's, that's actually awesome. Right, because it shows you what not to do. It shows you what to do. And right? it shows you really how to deal with, like, because, so when I, when I came into that, I, I like, I realized, okay, 
I'm coming in with, I didn't come in me, me being me. So that was the first Probably. thing I had to really come mm-hmm. to grips and really look back and understand. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't come with the real me. So she got so the identity right now, right? My, my, I, my identity was gone. This new person that she saw, like she just see overnight. Mm-hmm. But I think in her mind too, she's realized that I'm gonna marry him. I'm gonna change. And him. she went with it too. Because there were some things that she saw that before we got into it, that was going to be. So when we realized, I learned from that that there are some things that we do see about some things before we make a decision mm-hmm. to go ahead with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I come in with this whole concept. I'm not conscious. I'm spiritual. I'm not even spiritual. I'm religious. Changing. Ten years down the line. I gotta do a whole new work. We moved to, we moved from Lauren Place Church and physically from New York. Mm-hmm. So now there's changes coming vibrationally in my spirit and in the physical world now. Okay. You see the change, right? Mm-hmm. So I leave Lauren Place. I literally leave the Bronx and move to New Jersey. And I move literally to New Jersey physically. And my spirit changes. Mm-hmm. Literally, when I moved to New Jersey. Okay. So the energy that I needed from the masculine energy from my grandfather was needed. Mm-hmm. Because now when I come to New Jersey, still in religion, still, but spiritually changing though. I go to New Jersey, I come to St. Paul Sounds of Praise, and I get the cosmic energy of Bishop Daniel Simmons. Mm-hmm. Remember Dr. Daniel Simmons, right? He was the pastor at that time before he passed away. You remember that? You remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, okay. His energy was just like, if you were a baby back then, but if you can remember, people loved him. His mm-hmm. energy was just, and I needed his energy to be balanced again. Mm-hmm. I remember that just being a good place. I don't remember it being too many bad memories. Oh, okay. I remember that just being a good place. So That's how we know Chanel. We still connected to her. She has two children now. Okay. She's so beautiful, yeah. That's good, she got. Chanel, Stevens, and even then, my perception, my third eye of understanding, church, my perception was supposed to be, my perception of church was, when we all come into this physical place, everybody's supposed to do like I do. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not supposed to be, because some people, like the young people, they would play music, sing, and play in the choir, but then they'd go back and sit in the basement. Or go sit chill, right? And go chill, So my concept as a man so-called, uh, when I got there, I never asked to preach. I never asked for any speaking again. So I knew the universe was setting me up for something mm-hmm. where he came to me oh, okay. and doors open. Wow. I went from being, I went from being ordained as a as a minister. Mm-hmm. So it's like a coach certification. Mm-hmm. Got the certification as a minister. Then I wind up going from a minister to being the Sunday school teacher of the the head minister's class. And these were pastors and leaders that were, these were leaders that were already leaders at that particular place. Mm -hmm. Sunday, so just imagine now, you have a Sunday school teacher who's in her 40s and pastors and people that were already there. I'm coming out of another whole place and I wind up being the Sunday school teacher. Mm -hmm. One of the Sunday school teachers of the minister's class. So, so these are supposed to be all people that are in leadership, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the head with them. Mm-hmm. So my energy changes with that. And I'm nice. 
at that particular time. So I don't want to hurt her because now my energy, that energy of the pastor was more like, oh, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Just like, more of a nice to me, yeah, friendly, which was always me. Mm-hmm. So the universe showed me I had to just maybe bring the balance back to, okay, be firm, but now tone it down because mm-hmm. it's affecting your marriage now. You're doing a little bit, you know. Um, oh, yeah, so when we leave, we leave, oh, the honesty. So when we leave, uh, I just, I'm just throwing this in there. Mm-hmm. So at that particular time, the reason why we leave Lauren Place is because uh, it's an issue that comes up. Your mother stands up in front of the church and says um, she wants to tell the church. This is, Now, I've learned this about your mother. That's one that I do, regardless of people can agree, me, me and her disagree about certain things. What I'm talking about what I've observed and what I see, my perception, as I look back at it now, mm-hmm. that's... That speaking up spirit, regardless yeah, of what's she gonna going do down, she's going to have that. Yeah, regardless, can people disagree with it or not? Like you said, you might not know. What I saw in her was, this is what I think the attraction was for me, the energy while we were, now we were fit to be together at that particular time. Mm-hmm. That energy, we were, we were locked in energy with that. Mm. And that's one thing I will take for me, like with the spirit of her, that I've always that to this day. That's why I never would disrespect her even to and now. never have. Because I knew there were some things that me and her went through. Yeah. She had that same spirit, that that connection of what I needed. We we were together on that. Mm-hmm. That power. Yeah, me and her, we was dangerous, man. Like, mm-hmm. And they saw that in me and her. Mm-hmm. And now that I look back at it, we were meant to be together for those for, for 10 or 12, 13 that years. Was, right? That was no accident. I'm like, yeah, now that I see that because I needed a woman like her in my life in that moment to deal with like just certain with that with that, that energy. power that you needed right right because it's showing me that's the next one the next and for one her to have your back on what you would have going on for somebody to stand by you and be more confident in it than you to give you a boost to be like all right now nah, she right so before then now, so wait what she said what but, she stood up and said but before then what i realized though she had she wanted to at, at that time we were going through like because we was going through in our house and in our relationships and regardless of, I was never, like she would tell you, I was never a fight. Mm-hmm. I was never an abuser, a physical abuser. But I had to be honest, me and her had physical, we've gotten, to, and that's that would really, I had when I look back at it, like, mm-hmm. man, I had to do this work. The good thing about it, I did the did work. Did you initiate it or did she initiate it and you feed into it? Yeah, she would initiate it, but mm-hmm. I would feed into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when moments came when I was in just in that place of, even if she had a little attitude and just coming a little bit too strong, mm-hmm. I would like get a little strong. That's when I really realized, nah, I can't because I would try to defend. I would just be defensive mm-hmm. at that moment. Like mm-hmm. it got to a place where I said, you know what? So it got to a place now. I said, you know what? I got to do the work. And then we moved to Jersey. Excuse me. We moved to, uh, who did we move to? Finally, I wound up doing the work where I knew I was, in the, I, I did the work. By now, when it's when the competition would come up, I was just going out of the house now. Mm-hmm. So once I started going into that, like okay, that disengage mode. I, yeah, I didn't even. That's when I knew, and it, it was a while. Like I've never since then. I never got to a physical altercation. Um, but you just knew that you had to do something different. Yeah, I had to do the work. So and so, but when we left Lauren place before we went to New Jersey I had to I didn't even go back to this though because she showed me something about 
the work I needed to do where the honesty, regardless of she, regardless of what I I didn't agree, she could have kept it to herself and could have kept it between us. She said she was gonna go tell the church that me and her were going through an issue where she would say that I was fighting. Oh, okay. She told you she was going to say that. Yeah, she was going to tell the church that I that I hit her. Mm-hmm. Mm. But didn't tell the whole truth of it. About what the real situation was between y'all. How the whole situation go down, right? So it made a perception like I was just big hitter and just abuser. Because she, she'll tell you. If you ever asked her, well, well, was, was, was your father the abuser? Maybe her perception to say, no, I was never abuse your mother. Mm-hmm. I was never that type of dude, you know, for us. If a woman don't say what I be like, said. what? What you said? And yeah. then, right. But when I really look back at it, because of the energy, the strong energy your mother had, mm-hmm. as a man, I there was certain, there was moments and times, because mm-hmm. your mother could be strong, but, but there was moments and times when I started walking away, I realized that's what I should have been doing at the beginning. I was still small, a baby, mm-hmm. for as an understanding, a woman, especially with your mom. So, and regardless of how her energy was strong enough or not, that's not, no woman deserves that. Mm-hmm. Anybody would say, well, you should slap when a woman come up in your face. I say you defend yourself, try to find your way to get up out of there. Right. But still there's a way that with a woman, a man don't have to, regardless of what's no going on. No matter down, how she talks. No matter how she talks, say you fucking bitch, you ain't nobody, you ain't, I'm not talking about your mother, you ain't no good and get out of my face. And we're not saying that that's all right for women to do either at yeah, the same time. Don't come out but your everybody mind. should be accountable for their actions. Right. And women I'm shouldn't talk like that, but men shouldn't use that as an excuse that, oh, if she talked to you like that, then she deserves to, to get beat up. Right. Back. Yeah, because nobody deserved to be, get they put their hands on. Right. So when I'm talking about myself, I realized I had to do some work. And the only reason why, when she said she was going to do that, that was the first time I had to come to grips with myself that somebody was going to speak up about a situation and confront a situation with in front of people. Because mm-hmm. I've never had that. Mm-hmm. You might have had families having conversations, but now to do this publicly amongst people, maybe it was a family, congregation. Church congregation, but still everybody talking about church family. But my concept was I don't be around these people. You like might be that, a family, right. but I don't want my business getting out there. Mm-hmm. Because the whole story, nobody don't know the whole story. Right. Even though a situation that has come up, I didn't want to make it appear like that. I'm just just as abuser. Even she'll look at the issue that we had a fight. Right. And we got the physical. So it's coming from her perception. Mm-hmm. But I understand it now because at that particular time, she probably felt there's nobody for, you know, I don't know what her mom's things were going on, but it was an issue with her. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of what she might have felt, she, there shouldn't been no escalation. Mm-hmm. So she just wanted to confront that. And she wanted to talk about that she felt that um, she was felt like the family was neglecting her and, uh, and, and y'all mm-hmm. as kids. Like, because y'all was like small back during that time. Mm-hmm. So she felt like certain family members were kind of distancing themselves from you, mm-hmm. from uh from her and you know they were showing favoritism at that particular time because my grandmother used to live upstairs mm-hmm. y'all come up and eat we all come up and eat as a family so there were some things from her perception mm-hmm. that she felt just wasn't right 
I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't get that. wasn't my perception. I thought from what I said to the mom, grandmother, them they really they love y'all. They trying to show them, but people's perceptions are different. That's right. So on so on top of that, the fact that she wanted to go discuss that and have that public meeting mm -hmm. when that was like according to church policy. That's not the what norm. We do, right. And what I loved about it, regardless how I can agree to disagree, her, her perception of it, of me was, the fact that she wanted and was willing to risk and wanted to speak up, that was the first time I saw that happen in the church publicly. When a meeting comes out, and regardless if it was a family issue, it really showed me that, nah, certain things... People, regardless of how people see it, listen, a person feels this is how they feel. You need to speak up and speak to somebody. That's a person's right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I kind of really look back at I it. I think I get that from her for sure. Like, it showed I don't care me, what's going on and how many people around. around if it, it needs to be said, said be seen, she's be saying to it. Speak it. Right. That's what I got from her. If I don't get anything else from that, mm -hmm. that's what I see the good that came out of it that, at that particular moment. Regardless okay. of how she perceived it or, you know, whatever that... Right, whatever misconceptions on. was going yeah. on. But, but the, the moral she, of the story... She spoke up about it. And she wanted to address it in front of pastors, leaders, the grandmothers and family, in front of everybody. Right. And that was powerful because as me being a man, and at that particular time I was a minister, supposed to be a man, shifted... That's something I should have embedded it in me when I'm going to places because if you're going to be a man and you marry, you should be able to address issues. And sometimes I learned issues might be hard. If it's somebody's doing something to you privately that everybody needs to be addressed so you can hear it, mm -hmm. now I'm understanding it now. Okay. And I, and I got that. Um, so I didn't, I didn't, I came out and addressed it. I stood up now because I have to be honest. I stood up a little bit out of fear again. Remember that there, there, there's that fear. Mm -hmm. It wasn't out of organic <laughs> confidence that I'm with my wife and I'm supporting this wife and she want to speak about. She just want to talk about some issues. Mm -hmm. I'm, when I look back at it, I did it out of fear based upon I didn't want my business to get out of the street. Mm -hmm. I had to really, when I really, I'm, I'm thinking about this now. It wasn't about mainly about sticking okay, by what she's saying what no, she i'm just saying. trying to quiet her down real quick exactly because right. i don't so what i did i just stood up though she's about to speak up mm -hmm. so i stood up and said yeah so uh <laughs> amory is saying that y'all treating her differently right so you <laughs> was the one that said it okay I'm saying, I'm, but she spoke up a little bit mm -hmm. about it. she stood up and said something like she felt like the family was treating her different right. and steve is um he was talking about uh, i think she mentioned that we were getting into situations uh you know Right, yeah, but she ain't divulged like what she said. She yeah, she didn't said. go on the fully, but she right. mentioned something. But she did mention that we you know treating her differently, and she's want to talk about some issues and address some issues with family. Okay, that people don't talk about privately. So when when she said that, that's when I stood up like, okay, make sure that all this stuff don't get out. Right, and I'm being honest as a man, like I was like taking the way out of what this coming out, and I realized it wasn't when I, that fear of me addressing it, it wasn't. I realized at that point I wasn't a genuine man. Right, you wasn't dressing it because it really needed to be addressed. It was more so out of fear, like out you said. Out of fear of me being exposed. And see, mm. that's when I realized now 
that really delivered me for how people think about me. Right. And so now I've learned if anybody want to... Well, you live free so of that now. So now if anybody want to drink, whether it be a wife, whether it be a husband, even now I see it on TV. So I used to say, well, people shouldn't address the issue. Listen, people going to find Let's address it, right? Let's talk about somebody. Let's address it because at, at the end of the day, it's just perception. Does because somebody else addressing something mean that I'm any less valid of what my experience was in it? No. And you feel that your experience is real. Like, right. To you, this is what happened. So, but it's been so taboo that people don't want, never wanted to address stuff. So when stuff came out public, people, I ain't need dirt out on, um, like, when JB will talk about that, another time, uh, maybe we cut that too. Like Will Smith and Jada talked about oh, the issue. Oh, gosh. Right. Oh, you know, I and they got the right to talk about whatever they want to, right? I, I want to hear your thoughts about what happened, too. You know, you, you, you know there's a lot of ways we go. I want right. to make sure so you get in so I can hear your thoughts. So, once I realized the fear, I realized that fear was still there coming stemming from my, my grandfather, but the fear was, was halfway leaving, but it was still that fear and it was a phoniness. I had to really address through the work on myself, not being phony. Mm-hmm. You're fearing now, so you're not going to be genuine as a man, as a person, because then now, if somebody gives you some money, try to blackmail you, ain't going to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll be doing anything because now you don't want stand something to get out. For anything. Yeah, come on, just stand, man. Stop being a coward. Right. So I had to realize I was a coward when it came to that because, okay. What if it's something that's being addressed, and even if it's true or not true? Okay. Who cares? Who? Right. That's who, what I had to get And once to. you let go of that, who cares? It's like, who about? are you looking to Please. be accepted by? Right. Who are, you whose judgment? Exactly. Whose judgment are you looking for? And what prize, consolation prize do you get for meeting people's criteria of how you should do things? And their perception. Of right. Their, like, you're What's the consolation? It's like... I'm trying to validate somebody to get to validate me. Like Asia validates me. If I don't, right? I, I only to, feel better if you approve of what I'm doing. Yeah, or if you have this perception of me. See, that, right? That's true too. If you, you only look at me in this good way, I don't care how nobody look at me. Look at me however you want to, because I'm myself. Yeah, and I, I came to that point. I can't. That's when she helped me to. Uh, that right, it really like even that was that that didn't, didn't happen overnight, it happened like years later. When of I course, of course, happened. I say I really appreciated her when I look back at it. That that was another moment in time where you okay, realize, right? Yeah, so we were still together, okay, while it moving to Jersey. Um, and because of that energy that she put out, it really she really taught me, okay, now you got to address some stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get to um, St. Paul's. Um, an issue happens and <laughs> we wind up leaving there. And so what issue I, happened there? Um, we were religious. Okay. But at the same time, I see now it was deeper than religion. These were stages of my transformation into spirituality mm-hmm. that I was increasing in. I didn't understand it back then, but I was increasing in spirituality. Okay. Coming, my third eye was starting to open up. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I went from, I'm starting to see, I left from Lauren Place, moved from there because the issues with the, with the, with the wife and everything was going on, perception. So, but I still, it was no accident with that for mm-hmm. her to have these thoughts and for her to have these, these things going on because 
it just showed me energy wise it was time for the energy for me to move mm -hmm. for us to move and leave that stage was all over. that stuff behind right yeah that stage was over so now you're going to another journey okay um get there and really nothing nobody did us any harm physically at that particular time we weren't got we were yeah we were actually it was better it was good okay um it wasn't i'm gonna say it was good but it wasn't there was no physical altercations like you said i had grown then like okay i figured it out right how to deal yeah, with her just, yeah um so at that particular time i was getting ready to go pastor um that was a big moment in my life okay i was getting ready to go to pastor uh, a specific church a literal church it was like almost like 500 people and uh in New Jersey, Patterson, New Jersey. Mm, what happened with that? Um, and it's interesting. This was happening. They had a big conference too. That's why I said you just gave me thoughts about your coach and everything. Right, I'm just right. For you, like the speaking engagement. Yeah, but it just talked about stages that we go through. Mm -hmm. That the play. I look back at it. So and how look at how things come back full circle. Mm -hmm. So at that particular time, it was a big conference. I mean, they were just calling out certificates. They was yelling. Such and such and such. I mean, they they was doing it big back then. Such and such and such going to. This is how they would do it. Like oh, for real? Like yeah, when you had a conference like to go to? The NBA game. Right. Or, okay. You know, uh, you was in college or something. Or oh, this revival. Yeah. Such and such and such and such, and they would announce different pastors who were getting who were actually getting churches and going to you know letting know what places they was going to go. Okay. Uh, Pastor John Fuller's going to um. Ecclesiastical, Ecclesiastical. Yeah. right? Because classical. So, and at that particular time, I was really known back then. Yeah, because you actually, I mean, we was just that. Our family, we was just, our energy was just, I just see it, your energy, our energy. I mean, people loved you and your, and your sister. Y'all were just like stars. We all stars now, but we are, when I say I'm understanding what stars are now, I, I clearly see what this means. That y'all were literal stars, like people just like flock to y'all. Y'all I mean y'all had favor, even in the midst of what's going through financially. Mm -hmm. Y'all left my job, everything was going through, like because I was trying to figure out my spirituality, who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. So I would have jobs and just held them, and I would have to let them go. Like it wasn't like every time I get a job, I either get terminated from the job or I get let go. Mm -hmm. So during that place of spirituality, I'm finding myself like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to be a pastor. I ain't supposed to be. And it's nine nobody, to five. Right. So that's the place that I was at for those 10 years of learning myself, of learning being spiritual, going with your spirit, mm -hmm. even if, even when it was under religion. And, you know, once I started realizing I got, uh, I didn't, I did a lot of speaking engagements. I was, I used to um, teach at the Caldwell prison facility. Yes. I remember the prison. You remember that one, right? Um, and so during that time, that's when I started seeing the increase of more appointments and things would come. I said, okay, I'm growing spiritually. Something has happened. I was expanding, just like you're doing now. And that's when you know what I remember that first engagement I had when I was in prison. That first engagement, I said, yeah, she got it. She, right. she's the goddess. And you she, walk away like, okay, I like this. I'm doing this. I, I can, and I'm actually not just in the four walls. I'm actually affecting people's right. energy. I'm good at I'm it. In, the kids were like taking pictures and smiling and... High energy by the end. I'm like, wow, this is great. That that whole cause the perception of is church was more like a popular thing. If you ain't get if you're getting the speaking engagement, especially when you're going to different places outside of a four wall, mm -hmm. and you're now going into neighborhoods, and even if it's one meeting, 
Now your energy is now going across, I say across the world mm -hmm. now. You're affecting somebody else's consciousness that they're hearing you, they're talking to you. So that's big time. Yeah, and it's a responsibility it too is. because whatever you say, whatever you do, people are going to be right. influenced by it. But for the fact that the door was open, mm -hmm. was showing us, uh, okay, you're here on this earth for a purpose. Right. Uh, so during that time, I said, okay, I went to Patterson, New Jersey. I got announced that same night. That day, and it was big. I was, it, it was almost like, I think you're shocking. You you, you got your first engagement. But you were like, I got my first engagement. Right. You, yeah, like what? Like, did you feel like overwhelmed? Like, Definitely. I'm like, wow, okay. So what it does was, because now your inner being is now confirming, okay, you are the goddess. You are powerful. Right. You got something. You got, I mean, it's on the inside of you. Now the universe has now got to show you now. You got to step into it and let them see you. Like, okay. Right. You can't even be scared yeah. of it. Like, this is what you've wanted. You but now when up. you finally get that opportunity, you like, oh, wait, I got to really do it. And you do. You're either going to show up or you're not right. going to show up. And you're going to learn from it. And after a while, you're like, okay, I'm here. Right. You learn your comfortable and, ways, and your way of doing things. Right, your exactly. Skill. And right. that's what you get. You at now, you're about to go into mastery of your skill. Right. Yeah, absolutely right. So I said, okay. I got this. They called me and got appointed. Everybody was clapping. And I remember I knew something was different. I said, okay, my my spirit, my, I thought I was going to be there right right now. I had a vision of, okay, I'm retired from being a preacher, from a teacher, from a preacher. My daughters be good because they was going to give me a salary and everything. Mm -hmm. I was going to be able to like, come on, just to go past it. And at that particular time, I knew my skill and my talent when I was teaching and talking to people and, and I was charismatic during that time, I already knew what my skill, I was confident in that. And it was showing like people, I was, cause anytime that I used to be a speak, like when Bishop Simmons would get up on Sundays. So it was popular. Whenever a person, a minister get up on a Sunday to preach, mm -hmm. that's when you know you was like the master or you had skill. Because they don't just let anybody preach on, on a Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Your pastor is like your pastor. That means you're getting better, you right? Now, right? FCBC. When yeah. you let other people preach, that's yeah. a big deal. Okay. Yeah. So if he's letting everybody, somebody else speak other than him at that moment. That means that that he person. He's in a sabbatical is, right now. What's that? And sometimes you too, if you if physically or somebody's going off to rest and take a sabbatical, rest of resting period away from something. Oh, that's what sabbatical is? Yeah, so, okay. yeah, so sabbatical is So then other people rest. could do it, okay. Yeah, cool, who knows, it could be mental, physical with him or whatever mm -hmm. is going on, that, or maybe he just want to do it just to get away, and just, he's in a different, because I believe he's a spiritual man too, even yeah, though he's in that so. location. Yeah. He just see, I see, he just do, he sees things differently. Right, he definitely does. He do whatever he please, as he should. That's what I love about it. Like, listen, yeah. you ain't gonna get me locked up in no religion. Right. And I get it put together. So, and I'm bringing me to the Crefo Dollar for me because yes, we're but talking don't about. Yeah, I want to know right, how because, did we end up there? Right, because now, as you remember now, the fear, the state I went from this timid. I was always never timid, but when it came to leaders, remember right, now, not as confident around other people, people that of authority, are in a position, right. right? It was almost like dummy yourself down. And inf I had this inferior energy. Mm -hmm. So the masculine energy with my grandfather. Okay, I'm prepared. The energy with your with your um, with your mother mm -hmm. being able to face things and they might be tough publicly, right? <laughs> but you still could do you it. You still could do it. The time we leave St. Paul's down to praise because we were religious. Why we were seeing people, people was getting away. People, we was hearing that folks was having 
quiet, having sex with one another, oh, nobody in the church. Uh, people, oh, so y'all was starting to judge well, them and stuff? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Now, we, we in, cannot be here. Yeah, they we was, oh, yeah. They we shacking up? He was in religion at that oh, time. Oh, for real? So, yeah. And that's when I kind of realized when it comes, I, I had to look at it. This is why most, this is what most people that go to church think. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a concept of understanding what these things are for, like the meetings are going, you're supposed to go to a meeting just to get what you're supposed to be getting. Right. You ain't supposed to be in nobody else's business about whatever they're doing. Do and then not wanting to come back. Right. Because of other people's stuff. Yeah. You're, so, here, you're here for your relationship with the Lord. Yeah. So at that particular time, not only did I, he was leaving because people were shacking up with one another, uh, specifically because we found out that the, the, the pastor's daughter was going husband and them, they was going around messing around with other women and all that oh, stuff and other it was men. Just messy. Um and then they would sit in the back while people are you know while the preacher would preach on Sundays and on days that we supposed to be in church. They all sit a lot of little choir members, these younger people with you know, these younger people we was looking at see mother old people like, Oh my God. Older yeah. people hate younger people. I'm telling you the like, older people that hate younger people they like to have my job. Oh, I hate the young girls. They always on their phone and just hate the way they do everything because it's not the way that they you do, do it. it. And you hit me up to something just now because it's not the way that you do it. I saw this young when I really realized, I said, okay, it's best when you realize you do it when you do it your way. Yeah. That's when you become calm. Because when you don't go around, lately I've been doing this too. You probably can test it as. It was a concept that I heard somebody say, uh, Bobby Hemmett, he's a, another powerful cosmic being. He mentioned something about. And usually when somebody says something, you don't just believe everything somebody said. But if something resonates with you, but you know what? It makes sense. Right, that was good. And he says, to break away from the matrix, and matrix just simply means control. That's mm-hmm. what the matrix is. Okay. Right, because right, uh, Neo told him in the matrix, he said, what is the matrix? He said, it's control. So that's what the matrix is. It's control. Anybody is trying to control your mind, anybody trying to control your movement, Anybody trying to control how you think and how you feel? That's the main Right now, if something is resonating with you, whether it's a thought, a word, or somebody might say, then you always receive it. The bottom line is going to be you. Because, look, we're not trying to control people either. When we deliver our messages, it's not to tell people that what we're saying is right and they're wrong. It's for whoever wants to receive the message. Exactly. And then you have to do what I do on command. And it's another conversation, man, you had talking about mind control, which can be good or bad, so there's no bad... It depends on perception, right? But understanding it, understanding mind control, understanding the matrix, everything is about control. So control could be good where a program can. So if I say, I say, Tiny, and I say goodness and abundance, I'm sending a command that you, I, oh, you, you're powerful. Right. I that's control that. of the mind. I received that. Yeah. That's, and, and control is another word for control is program. Right. Right. So if you programming your TV, you like, I got to set for 7 o'clock. <laughs> right. You want to watch a certain movie, you, you got to develop. So it's already programmed. So when something is constantly being repeated in our minds and constantly being said, COVID, COVID, okay. COVID, put on a mask, get your shot, get your shot. Mm-hmm. They're not asking you to do something. They're telling They're you. When somebody's telling right. you to do something. Oh, yeah. you so if you're telling it. me. That's the matrix. If a command is being, if you're telling me to come constantly do something mm-hmm. versus, you know, I like to share something with you. Right. But if you saying, if I'm telling you, yeah, do this, Asia. Yeah, because this it's time, the law. Do this. Even if I'm telling you something, do this, mm-hmm. do this. Now, if you suggest, if you ask me something, say, uh, uh, what do you suggest? Let me just stop right here. 
and and correct myself in front of you now and and realize like you said when you're conscious you change your mind when it comes to different things mm-hmm. like I said, i'm really i'm learning how to change quickly me too it is so it's so healthy it's and so I, healthy and i i change and i want to address you and i want to say this in front of you and really mean this and you can take it you know then you have how you decide you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the main key is about freeing you from yeah yeah. You can get that on yeah. Oh, you, and usually we are we vibrating high. So which things part? that people despise are oftentimes the things that they want to do and want to be, and that's why they might condemn it because they wish that that was they had the freedom to do the same thing. Yeah, and you just hit you hit it right because me and you were just talking about that, and just like I was saying before when I came into the Monday, me and you we just ended up having a big conversation on that. I was just telling you when I came. And I was going through these phases of spirituality. I was in this stage of religion from uh, 1990 all the way up to 2003. Mm. The day that I got delivered from being religious was in 2003 when uh, my marriage, when I departed from my ex-wife, which is one, that's when I woke up to being spiritual. And what you feel like made you, like, why did that help you wake up? Or how did that help you wake up? Because like, what about that made you realize the difference? I realized that it just made me just sit back and kind of meditate and look back at everything that I was doing, places that I was going, especially in specifically churches and buildings and especially being religious and different organization I went to, I went from being a um, Christianity then I went into uh, some Hebrewism after about 2000 you know after that but what it did it just kind of woke me up to a lot of stuff that I was despising and the people that I was saying that they were devilish and I was godish mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was really basically I was kind of when I really look back at it and most of us, just like you said, most of us do. I was despising of everything, realizing that that's probably, that's really what I like. Mm-hmm. 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 When you was coming to find out some the things. People that people be mad in church. That people be mad in church. That that's because they really want to be out there. They want to be out there. Talking about you was their devil if you was clubbing. Right, you want to go out. out the club. Exactly. I was the one I came into before I was married. I wasn't going to the club. Right. Now I'm coming to religion out of fear, without, without having an understanding that, okay, this is a mindset that I got that if I join this place, and really it's a lot of fear mm-hmm. that... When you when you get caught up into what people think about you, mm, that's, that's the in, most dangerous place in to live. Self is an occult. Is an is a yes, cult. yes. That is a mental cult. When you are living from a place of fear, always worried about what people think are going to say or going to do, you. and you can't live freely. That that's is a mental cult. cult. And you don't even have to. So we realize it now. Yes, I kind of saw this in different organization I encountered. I was going to. But when I really look at it, I, I couldn't just blame them. And right, say I was doing it to myself. I was doing it to myself, yeah. too, even though this program, because I was under this mind program mm-hmm. myself unconsciously. Like, I'm looking at other people thinking that what they what we're calling, because I was taught that this was wrong. But when you changed 
where you were then you got out of it because if that was the case then you would have been stuck in that forever because you were programmed right when you so make a decision to be done with it it's that that's, simple mc that's what i was showing you that's what i knew in 2003 i already came to the end and when now i can speak why 2003 because 2003 I but we skipping crying. creflo how we got the creflo because in 2003 before my the marriage we was going to Creflo Dollars Church. Yes. We were going to Creflo Dollars um, organization. We moved in 2000. Yeah, we moved in 2000. We moved in, I think, in, uh, we was in Georgia for like about two years, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We moved in 2000. That sounds about right. Because then I would have been six. Yeah. We came back by the time I was in the fourth grade, so that's 10. Yeah. So during that time, we left the Jersey. We said, listen, we got tired of Jersey. We I was still being religious. I said, I'm finished with New Jersey, St. Paul, Sounds of Praise. Uh, I'm tired of them being devilish and being sinners, <laughs> right. which I really wanted to be one myself. Right, right. <laughs> if that's the case. We tired of them being devilish sinners, yeah, and yeah. I really want to be one, yeah, so I got to get out of here. I got to go. Yeah, and <laughs> not to say that spirituality, some things I learned about, but deep down inside, what people were calling, what people are calling devilish and godish, it's about perception. Yeah, So for sure. When I I wind up going to uh, moving, we moved to Jersey. Excuse me, moved to um, Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. I still had that that uh, cult energy in me. Yeah, I didn't that want to culty get out of that energy, cult. right? But I I was still now. I'm realizing I'm coming into knowing who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm coming more to who I am because I'm leaving. I'm noticing that the, I'm getting more despised with myself yes but at the same time coming now more to know who i really am right i'm leaving these places all i'm doing i'm running away from me yes 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 which i call these places i'm running away from to a get away from these home. people these right. church people these devilish people what i really was trying to run away was from the reality of who i really am mm. so finally my, my my uh my last stop of being in the organization mm -hmm. of coming to know self is yeah, I think that was the last time that you was like a part of a yeah. church family. And looking at somebody as, as the leader, God, right? Not just as a leader, but God, Johnny. right? I'm had to be too much with power you. on these people. I was giving somebody too much. I was giving these leaders, these people that look just like me, and the only difference is they're in a different position. And finances, and right. finances, mm -hmm. because when you know that you're a god and that you're a goddess and that you have cosmic power and that you are abundance when i once i realized that that i don't have to look to somebody to inspire to be something everything i've been looking for is right here it's right in my face mm -hmm. so the last the last third dimension mm -hmm. of graduation when i really moved well, towards moving myself from looking at a person as a figure god figure mm -hmm. was i went to college park georgia we went to Creflo Dollar Church, and I heard about, you know, he was teaching on finance, and he was teaching on uh, money, money, and different things like that. That was kind of intriguing to me. Right, right, right. You know, so I was like, okay, I'm feeling this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they was talking about he's a devil, and then he preaching on prosperity, but I was, I was attracted to that. Okay. Uh, so y'all knew, they said he was a devil before y'all even got there. Yeah, he was saying some <laughs> things like he was teaching on prosperity. So we thought teaching prosperity was devilish. Why? Not because we experienced it, mm -hmm. being prosperous and then something evil happened. It's because somebody was telling us that this was devilish. Mm -hmm. Somebody was telling us something about him. 
that gave us a perception about a man that we ain't never been around. Okay. We never saw his wife. So when I got over to the church there, mm -hmm. uh, while I'm learning, we went through some things as far as financially. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we wound up, had to stay with somebody um, over there in Calipar, Georgia. So we went through some things financially. We was trying to, we, we established that's how I wasn't working at the time. So I eventually wound up um, working at the airport. But prior to that, I was going through financial. Oh, you was working at the Atlanta Yeah, airport? I worked at the Atlanta airport oh, for a couple wow. of months. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that was before the whole, you know, before, right? This was at the time where the marriage was about to end. Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to like hold on to the last part Do of the marriage. Can, right. So at that particular time, everything was manifested. Like the job was coming in. So I'm thinking like, but in reality, it was the best thing to happen because it was just showing me that a lot of things were coming in to end. It was the death of me. Mm -hmm. The death of this fake me. The death of the fake you and the rebirth so the of who rebirth you really of who are. who I really am. Mm -hmm. Who I really Who I really always been from yes. the beginning. I was rich. It was really actually a resurrection. A resurrection. Mm -hmm. you, you're absolutely right. So what really hit me was because I was still holding on to this these people as being God. I get to church. I listen to Creflo Dollar, so I'm all in his mind like I'm doing everything exactly, reading the scriptures, and I'm acting like him. I even <laughs> had him on the same. He got this. I had, I had three. You had piece, to say what? Three piece suits on like him. <laughs> I'm walking like him like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, now I'm walking like him. Talking like him. He coming out shopping. I'm, I'm walking around. Oh my God. Turning your neighbor and all this stuff. Oh and I'm sitting God. up in there. And I'm like, I'm even walking on the bus and had this attitude like <laughs> in the same posture like him. I'm like, had my tie going to the church like him. Like. <laughs> so when I found out that you could. Not with me, the hand raised. <laughs> yeah, the hand raised. Oh my God. <laughs> I was literally imitating for real. Like, oh glory. my god! Ooh, 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 glory. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. So I'm like, okay. So that's when I realized I was a phony. I was like, I need to know myself. I had to be. That's when I myself. realized I was a phony. Yeah, I was and like, we wow, all can, we fake, all man. can come to it. It's no way that you people fake. can't sit with themselves. You, you know you what's wrong with you. Front, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, wow. When I yeah. really look back at it, talk about it. You ain't. I'm like. This ain't even you, man. You right. fretting, man. Right. You, you, ain't, you ain't even you. Who are you? Right. Who so are like, you? Wow. So I'm thinking I'm confident. So by that time, the person house that we were staying with, okay, they went and told a lie and said something about us. And like, <laughs> so much like, drama in church. I'm like, oh. They went and told a lie about us. I'm like, we just go to church on Sunday. Damn. Every day we would go to, we never had no business, nobody, we never got into no trouble. And these was a marriage couple too. Right. Actually, so about the time we got to church, the next day, <laughs> they told us, not Cruffalo Dollar, I want to be fair. Okay. Cruffalo Dollar and his wife, it was somebody that security. The staff, we they done got up, to security? We sitting up, standing up in the back with our hands lifted, because at that time I was in praising, you know, we was taught to lift right. your hands and lift praise hands God. So Lord, I was right. up in the back. I was fired up. I was speaking in tongues. He got by shot. Confident. <laughs> Whoa, la, ba, ba, la, la, la. Acting like Crampo Dollar. Right. I had to be for real. I was like, he got by, ba, ba. I'm a prosperity man with the three-piece suit on. Okay. And while I'm literally praising God, me and your wife, me and your mother, and 
Egypt. Yeah, you was abused over there at that particular time. Oh, yeah, there were we babies. Did, yeah, right. was, we were like seven or something yeah, by that. Yeah, like real babies. They literally, security literally, this is in the midst of us. Just imagine the congregation. <laughs> they oh, came yeah, and tapped out on y'all shoulders. <laughs> this is like, I can't make this stuff up. This is in a movie. You can't. No, our lives have been a movie. So I'm sitting up there praising God. Here, come on, my boss. Eyes closed. Creflo Dollar Church. All of a sudden, I get a tap. Oh. And they, <laughs> I could laugh at it now. Right. It wasn't funny at that time. It wasn't funny back then. So I get a tap. It's funny now, 2022. And they was like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I laugh at it now. Like, no, nah, these people really, I really knew. So I didn't really know about myself right then. Right. But that's when I knew. Right then, I got the wake up of who I, it really freed me. I really found out who I really was okay. at that point. How powerful I was as a, as a cosmic being in the physical body. Okay. So you have to understand, prior to, um, prior to them moving us out of the tunnels, they had to, oh no, so security officer came and told us and told us, they was dressed in suits, so we praising God, we're like, hey, my, 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 my. And by the way, let me just say this, and we'll have another whole conversation. If you want me to explain this, I can do this at another time for you. By the way, speaking in, um, like, hooping and hollering, you hear, like, church people like, mm -hmm. Speaking in tongues and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Speaking in tongues. Not to say that that's not spiritual. What I'm saying is you can make up in tongues Whatever you anything. want, right? <laughs> you can make up a name. <laughs> And you have, know what's so funny to me? And have power behind it. Right. And have it meaning. Right. You can say, And if that's what you, and if that's what you're meaning to the universe or to whatever you praising is, then that's what it means. It means abundance and power. Right. Because that's what we all are. Somebody else made up. Right. And, <laughs> and even the tone of it, like, right. you ever hear pastors used to be like this? And they would say, and his was another game of a cult. Of a cult, they would say that this man was. We thought this woman or this man was anointed from this divine goddess mm -hmm. from out of the world. When they would do this, I hear the Lord say, <laughs> "Right." Mm -hmm. Y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. Turn to your neighbor and say, "Right." Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, when we would hear people. Men, pastors, Being and like leaders, and, and ministers, mm, hooping, they call it hooping. Mm -hmm. And it's an amazing thing. You feel like it's some next level something that you have no capability to do. And check this out. The word hooping has so many meanings. Because if you look up the word hooping, it's, that could be Related to basketball, basketball, yeah. And you, me and you know that. Mm -hmm. So, but we realize that etymology, we didn't understand it. Now we understand what etymology is. You could take the origin of a word and what these, what they are now, re we're realizing the secret of what they were doing was they'll take their own meaning and try to make something. This is why I don't get mad at people no more mm -hmm. when they use the term black or call somebody a nigga. Mm -hmm. I used to get mad when white, when black people say it amongst each other, but understanding it, the reason why I don't say it is because it came from white folks, but now Europeans were getting mad. And then some people were getting mad, like they don't like to hear it out of melanated people's mouth when you use the word nigga. We understand it. Mm -hmm. But when they say the word now, nigga, nigga, right. some people are niggas. <laughs> some people are niggas. 
some black folks act like niggas. Yes. Some so people I are niggas, okay? Right. I don't even fuss about that. Right, right. like it if is what it is. Nigga, you say nigga. Do whatever you, you want to do. Because now that's control too. Because yeah. who says that white folks get the narrative? Now some people that's get true, mad. That's right. Because now melanin people or black people now are now, and what the word black to me is, black is deeper than just a person color. Mm-hmm. Black has to do with melanin. Right. So whenever I... I used to get upset. I broke it down to my friends too at school. Yeah, because I said I like that term black. But now as the days go by, as my spirit is coming, my third eye is being opened. With that enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Black simply means cosmic. It's cosmic light. Mm-hmm. Dark energy. Melanin. Which is deeper than goes back with your skin. This is why some people, can, when they call them light skin, mm-hmm. we're not just talking about light skin. We're talking about light Skin, cosmic light. Mm -hmm. We're talking about somebody's brown and all of these colors. Why the absorption? Because darkness absorbs all light, whether you light brown, brown. We go back into green, and then we go into the darkness. So when when it's even at night, that's the real us right there, Mm -hmm. and that's in the melanin, the pineal gland. That's why some of your hairs can be the woman's hair can be brownish or dark. Light brownish or dark, or what we call black, if you want to call it black. However, we want to call it is really about your melanin, which brings the cosmic light. Because if you go to sleep at night or rest at night, turn off all the lights and see if you don't see light in the darkness. Yeah, but that's enough. Stop. That's definitely true. Like it's layers of light within the dark. So, but but most Europeans, what they did was they took the word black, right? And if you look at the etymology of it. The first thing that you see, it says cosmic light. It says cosmic uh, energy, darkness. And when you're talking about darkness, it's talking about the cosmos, astrology, energy, shine, you know, we big burnt, on energy. fire. They have words like glowing. But then if you go down further to the etymology of the word black, check this out. This says perhaps... Not perhaps. Perhaps pale. Because you know perhaps. Call Europeans who classify themselves as white. Now I'm realizing I'm thinking they classified it as, as black. But this word black has always been there. The original word was dark. So they were trying to interpret it as black for the, so they can create their own meaning of how they see it. Exactly. So when they and, and for us to adapt how they see us would be our problem. That's, that's the problem it. Is coming at. It's only right. because we said, oh, if they said that we nothing, then we have adapted and decided that they were right about us being nothing. That's, that's it. It's really that simple. So this is why you see I explain this mm-hmm. term black so then we, so we can all understand the etymology that you create the meaning of mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Just making sure and understanding that when you hear white folks calling you black. Know where they coming know from where with their meaning. Coming from right. This is their perception. And know your meaning as well. And know what your meaning is right. when, when we bring. Because anyone, so when you say the word nigga. That word nigga is a real word from the beginning because that's what they were called from Nigeria. They were called niggas. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. But nigga means cosmic. Mm. It's, it's talking about the melanin that's in the body. Mm-hmm. So the darker the hue, the more the melanin. But it doesn't mean that you're more conscious. See, this is where we got to wake up to. Mm-hmm. Because just because black folks and somebody's dark, brown, or light skin, that doesn't mean that people are cosmically conscious. Mm-hmm. We have to come into that. Because you got people that look like me and you, they act like niggas. 
And when I call it, when I say a nigger, I'm talking about an ignorant. I, I, my meaning of it is not just you ignorant, you don't know. Mm-hmm. I call you foolish. Mm-hmm. So my definition, I created what I want to create. Exactly. Meaning you are unconscious fool. You know better. Mm-hmm. But you just continue to do to choose to do whatever you want to do. Yeah, so I just free people even in that world. Yeah. I don't even like because and when now, you free people, you really freeing yourself from the because everybody's going because now I'm controlling how a person's supposed to think. Because if that's the case, why would you even have epistemology when epistemology one word has different meaning? Yeah. So I'm trying. If I keep saying, listen, if I'm telling you stop saying that word, nigga, guess what I'm saying. I'm trying to control how you feel. Mm-hmm. So, because when you call some, even, I'm going to go deeper. Even when I hear women, I used to hear, you beautiful goddess call each other bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you why I stopped fussing and arguing with, mm-hmm. with you guys. Because it, it does calling. come down to the meaning. You're absolutely right. Because I call my friends that all the time. But will I allow a man to talk to me that way? No, because it got different meanings. He's not doing it the way that I'm lovingly talking to my sisters this and calling is, them that. This is what... And that's the bottom line. Because a bitch... Because at the beginning, that word bitch had a good, good meaning from the beginning. Mm. A female dog was like, it was known as goddesses. Right. Why? Because they had this woman called the Anubis, like the female goddesses in the Hermetica from the Egyptian text. Mm. They, the statue was of a female, of a male body, but it was of a female black, of a black dog. So when I say black, dark, dark brown, mm-hmm. or cosmic black. So now this, this term black now, I'm understanding what this is now. Mm-hmm. This is not absence of color. Right. Why? Because this absorbs all colors. Yeah, because look, if you see how it's bouncing off the light right here, the black is not even completely black. Look, you can see that it has light parts in it just from reflecting off the bag. That robe is a dark robe. Mm -hmm. Why do I say the word dark? Because it absorbs all colors. Mm -hmm. You got blue up in there. You got green green up in there. You got all colors absorbing the light. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is the, the deepest light is with the darker you get. So your eyes, check this out. This we talk about you. That's why I tell people our eyes are of the moon and it's of the night. Our eyes are cosmic. That's melanin is in our eyes, it's literally. So when you see the nighttime, when it gets night, you see in the, you're actually seeing your eyes is a reflection of the moon and the cosmos. <laughs> the cosmos, which I don't understand. It's the, it's, that's what you're seeing. You're right. So now we understand it. So now when they say black people, I'm understanding very clearly. Like you now. ain't fighting and don't I ain't fighting indigenous because we're at the end of the day, I am black. Yeah. But I'm understanding it from my, my definition, right. And I explained it to the cosmic people, to you melanin people. Mm-hmm. So when you so you can understand it when you're dealing with um, you in a conversation in a group of people. You know who you are. You know that's all that's about. There you go. Right. It's about knowing who you are and not letting them define you based who on you what are. they think that we are. Right. So now while they sitting up there with their interpretation, their energy, yeah. now you understand it from a different place. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you thinking I'm pale. That's you. That lack of light. Right. Lack of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm not just saying all of them are doing it because whoever's conscious, that's what they're you can be lighted, but whatever that is. Right. But we just talking about their perception of it. So I go to Cref. Uh, yeah. So we get tapped on the shoulder. So we in church. <laughs> we having a good time praising the Lord, time. speaking praising in tongues, falling out. Glory, glory. Mm. He come and get us in the back of the. <laughs> 
Wait, but what did the people say that y'all said? Do you even know? Your face. We thought they was cool with us too. We was like, oh, he's a brother. He's a brother. Brothers and sisters of the Lord. They were married, so we had no problem, oh, no my issues. God. Nobody was flirting with them. They, he, I never had an issue with, with the brother who would, he never flirted or made any pass at my, at, at my, at your mother, that was my wife at that time. Mm-hmm. So we were good. But when I come to find out, when people don't do what you want them to do, even when you're in their house. Yeah. So, because we stayed at the house for a couple of days, so mm-hmm. I got a chance to learn people. Mm-hmm. And when I saw and like you said, when you struggling and just going through at that time, you was transitioning from jo- from New York to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned about people, you get a chance to see how people are. We can be in church all day. He can bash, oh, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. You get with people and you, Personally. Ain't, got, and you ain't got no finances and, <coughs> and or go to live with somebody for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You see how people that, you talking about the devil come out of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. So... The next day, we come up and they was cool with us. We go up in church the next day, lift our hands in the middle of the service. The people, this I, this big security dude, he's in a suit. He walk up to both. Can you imagine? He walk up to me and your mother and tell us, excuse me, I need to step outside. So I'm going out with my two daughters. Y'all was young at the time. I'm going out. Just imagine my two babies, man. A man and his wife leaving out with the two babies. And I get to the back, I'm like, okay, bro. Because at that time, I had this thought and this vision of, I'm coming to Crawford Dollar because I'm going to be in the ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so check this out. A couple of days before they pull us out of the church, mm-hmm. I go to, oh, no, this was after. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they pull us out. Okay. And I'm like, they told us that if you come back to the church, you come back into that building. They pulled us out of the church, took us outside, and told us that we informed you that if you come back into this building, you will be arrested. What? And I'm like, nah. what could they have possibly said? Y'all said nah, arrested. Now, just remind you now, we at church, we in a service. We in a service. I feel like I remember that day, and we were standing in a parking lot. Was it sunny that day? Yeah. It was sunny that it day, and beautiful. I remember. It was beautiful, it was beautiful that day that we got pulled out, right? It was beautiful. And we was lost in the sauce. You want something more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take some. It was nice that day. I remember that. It was beautiful. And we were really confused. It was beautiful that day. I mean, we was all in good spirits. I mean, we went through a lot, like, that's one thing I have to psychologically I understand the part of your mind that's why I would never to this point never disrespect her because there's some beautiful things about that I learned from her mm-hmm. and being psychologically though it I was just built different mm-hmm. to take that a woman the stuff that she really went through like psychologically I can understand something now the difference is like once we see we go through some stuff some we got to make a decision not to let it hold us. Mm-hmm. But I can understand where how it can that that really damaged her, man. Like, mm-hmm. So, right after they told us to go out, we would be arrested. 
We drove. And that will be arrested. We drove to Crepo Dallas house. Oh, that was that same day. That was the same. So day. we only went to his house one time. One time. Oh, so then that means that I remember the day that we got pulled out. Yeah. That was the day it was. I'm like, why was we at his house? That was the day wow. we got pulled out. So that memory of you, the memory is that's wow, amazing. that is crazy. And, it, and there's a reason for it, for that memory to come up. So yeah, yeah. Because how many we, years later is that? It's been twenty years. Because something matter, something powerful is about that. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that. Too. Yeah. For the fact that the universe is telling you as a goddess, yep. you ain't forgot to forget that because something big and amazing is about to happen. In your no, life. seriously. That it's going that you gonna it's look that pa- impactful. It. And now what I'm looking at, I'm I like, said, when okay. I see my father, I gotta ask him. Cause now, cause when I go there, because now, mind you, now I planned on that same mindset. I was supposed to be at Lauren Place. I was looking to be a, I was going to be, cause I was doing big things over there at at my grandfather's church. So mm-hmm. I was thinking in my mind, they want when you to go take, here, you gonna they gonna want you the same way, yeah, right? Because I was supposed to be. They want see they they was kind of upset too because they when we left from Laura Place mm-hmm. they was upset too because they wanted me to kind of like establish myself there they was going to try to pass the church on to me I can kind of oh see. wow okay. and the mom the moms was going to be the preacher though mm-hmm. moms were like demanders but you can kind of see they wanted me to like settle down and try and, to and make settle. that your home yeah right? but we left but you had bigger plans than that so I had that same mindset when the universe is trying to tell me. You have to return back to who you are now. Mm-hmm. You're you wasn't built to be under no organization for twenty five years. Me either, and I never that been. That is not you. Yeah, you and you did not come into this world to be a worker bee. I see ball. I see a picture of this ball head guy. This this God. I think by the next time I show you, I think I might have sent it to you. He has an earring in his ear. He had this picture of this God from the universe. So we understand all images are just some reflection of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Even back then, they were saying. That even in Egyptian texts, all of these statues and these figurines of the Hermetica, these were just models of just talking about from a metaphysical standpoint. Even all these statues you might see of Isis mm-hmm. and the Hermetica and Baphomet and all these stuff. All of these things are just reflections of who we are. So, so yeah, so go back to this one. That same day, we drive all the way to Creflo Dollars to his house. Okay, yes, I remember that. Right. So my spirit changed from because at that particular time, I'm thinking. Remember that as a man thinks, so is he, right? So in my mind, I'm already thinking I'm attracted to his ministry. Mm-hmm. I have that same type of teaching. I'm same type of energy. I'm talking Everything like this is man. Good, right. I'm talking like this man. I'm I'm paying my tithes, mm-hmm. which we were taught to do. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, that's another whole thing. Crazy. Another oak, another cult. Okey dokey, my mother's still on that thing. That's another cult. I tell people, listen, if somebody telling you, making you feel guilty to that, give, yes, that's, right. that's the matrix right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. That's the matrix. Yeah, it is. That's a matrix. If somebody telling you that matrix. you have, when, like you said, it don't matter what it's under, whether it's COVID, whether it's anything, when somebody telling you you have to do something, it's culty. As a suggestion, out of your good heart and good faith, great. 
But when you're made, when you're guilted into doing something that if you don't do it, that you're going to fail in life. And you got scriptures to back it up. That's culty. That's actually, yeah, that's a cult. That's an occult. That's mind control. Yeah. That's program at its, yeah, at its go, finest. You might as well go with Jim Jones and drink some juice and go to Canada <laughs> while he... He killed all those people and made them, made them drink that Kool-Aid. Not Jim Jones. And they travel with him. That's the, It's the same thing. Yeah, If somebody's mind-controlling you into, out of fear and people just, it's like, and so I was under a matrix. Mm -hmm. But when I got up out of it, that was right there. I said, okay, in the beam was showing me something. He said, but I'm about to show you something. Like, you, you don't listen, right? You left. <laughs> You already left New Jersey. You still don't listen. Right. I told you stop joining these organizations. Uh -huh. and you don't listen. Right. You don't I'm going to show you one more last time. So I'm going to show you one more last time who you are. Right. And, and until, you, until you get until it right. You, and it happens. It's going to happen that way, yeah. the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Now, am I saying that if this is everybody's supposed to take this path? Mm -mm. I'm your path is your path. Exactly. You're just saying path. what your path was. I know what my path is. Right. And I know. <laughs> and I learned my lessons the to hard keep doing way. doing the same thing over again right. is insanity. It is. That's insane. It is. So even even little babies was like, you could tell like people around there, come on, but you ain't you ain't supposed to be. So I went to Creflo Dollar House. Okay. Y'all was in the car with me. We yes. was all in the car. I remember y'all pulled drove. up. So what y'all went over there for? Y'all wanted to impress him about why y'all got kicked out? So my spirit changed from I had that that cowering spirit that to that that, that confrontational ready to be assertive about what you need to say. Yeah, because I was now stand up. showing in the organist. I was really got into that uh, that occult that cult mindset of still seeing the man. I wasn't fully seeing him as the, the leader power, as the yeah, leader figure I that you can't question. As, 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 right. Mm -hmm. I just saw him as, okay, because now I'm looking at because this is what most of us do. We look at this is what most people in the world do as we see each other. We are looking at each other based upon what somebody else has. Mm -hmm. We're looking at each other based upon how titles, much houses, yeah. titles, and how much money the person got, mm -hmm. how much their marriage looked like in school. Then we good. dehumanize ourselves, we and do. we put ourselves on a lower ranking. We do it with the stars, with all these stars and celebrities. Yeah. And with these fake TV shows, and they talk about the premise we have. This whole perception of making us think that life is about true success mm -hmm. is based upon what they're doing, mm -hmm. based upon what you, who you are as a person as a spirit being mm -hmm. and the things that you decided to do yes. that's who you are you are and what makes you worthy is your worthiness not mm -hmm. based upon what somebody else is calling you worthy and make what but makes you worthy is what you decide to, to be, be worthy, worthy of. that's it it could not be you could think dirt is worthy and if that's what you think is worthiness then that's what it is exactly. we have to really the i said uh, i did a podcast episode about this the other day about not basing your whole entire well-being on what the world is doing exactly. it can't be your happiness that decides on it can't be what your worth is it, you we literally have to take a moment to decide what we want for ourselves who are you and what do you like and think about and really come to face reality and realize and and it's going to be something that for those who are waking up to this like if we really want to do the work and we got to face the reality and really think about is this what we really want? Now, whether it's good or bad, because what I call what might not be for me, what I choose not to do, 
you got to be honest with yourself and say, you know what? No, this is what I really want to exactly. do. Let me give you an example, but we're going to get back to that. So, when I, I, when I went over to his house, I rang his bell like about 10 times. <laughs> I was waiting for him to come out. So, my spirit changed Did they again. ever come out? No, they never came out. Okay. My spirit changed again from this man, this guy fearing this dude with, with this big so-called congregation, mm -hmm. almost 200 with Almost been a ten thousand member church. Mm -hmm. and see, so I'm still looking at what a psyching yourself has. out, thinking that he's more powerful because powerful he got this whatever church behind him. Based upon based upon what he has, mm -hmm. all these people. Not who he is, not his personality. Man, his right, exactly. As a spirit being, as, yeah. a human, as a being, as a cosmic being, to be just like me, just be. So, I'm like, it went from. That energy went from that inferiority energy mm -hmm. to when they threw us out of the church, my spirit changed from like, who they think they who playing the hell with? They think they are. Ooh, I'm going right. to see this man. I'm like, I listen. I'm a, and and my mind was saying, okay, I don't I don't know who Crepo Dolly is, so let me go talk to him. Person. See if who I want to get to know who this person is. Okay, are you touchable? Are mm -hmm. you able to somebody can talk to you? Are you able to discern if somebody wants just to get get money from you versus a real man or woman is coming to you about some issues that's going on that people do in your church, in your right? Church or so called your organization mm -hmm. is doing some stuff that's downright foul, mm -hmm. lying on people and causing people to be psychologically damaged and throwing people out of church and you don't even know what's going on. Right. You ain't even giving people the chance to even defend themselves and see why something happened. You mm -hmm. didn't even bring nobody together to see what happened. Right. So I'm ringing his bell. He don't come. Oh, he finally answers after about the 10th time. Okay. I was about to say, I felt like somebody came. Yeah, he answers them because I stood just like that. So what really helped me was I had his stand. I used to see him watch out his stand in church. <laughs> yeah. So he was over. Don't go. Yo, I he said, no, what really helped me was is I was practicing his stance this whole time. So I was standing outside just like him. So so can you imagine if we had this image of this goddess in God for the, the the masculine energy? If we if we can if I can have an image of a person of another man and hold this image and even act like this person. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine now? If you did that the for same yourself. way that Jesus, of like, if we're going to talk it from a biblical text or religious text, imagine you take your place of the spirit of a Buddha. I'm not talking about a woman being masculine, but having taken on that image of a God-type figure. Mm -hmm. So at that particular point, when I went, to, when I drove, when we, as we were driving over there, I literally... Excuse me. My energy literally shifted. Mm -hmm. Your confidence this, was increasing from this fear, this member, this member, <laughs> this of the member mentality, right? Yeah, this member of the church of the criminal dollar world changes to. Right. I'm about to change everybody's world. <laughs> I'm about to change everybody's world when we get over there. They call world changes church. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Right. I'm about to change the whole world. Right. Change the world of world changes. Okay. So by the time we got over there, my whole spirit, I had a brown suit on like him too. And a striped suit. <laughs> my spirit changed. I thought it I had a brown suit on like him too. I was I had the whole ensemble. Okay. Yeah, I had the smooth shoes and everything. I didn't have that much money in my pocket, but I had right, power. but you did it right. I was acting like I was the pastor of that day. <laughs> so 
And I wasn't coming to disrespect him. Even to this day, right. I'm not even mad at the man. Right, right, Let me right. just be clear about this. I've learned. Right. Because, but here's when I knew who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. As a spirit being now. And I realized this even after this happened. So I'm ringing his bell. He finally answers. And he, I have to be fair, he was gracious. Oh, okay. He was gracious. Okay, I can't, good. I can't, I have to be honest. He was gracious. Mm -hmm. And he was like, and I was, and the, I have to look back at it. I told him, I said, listen, I need to speak with you because, you know, we, listen, I know this is, this, this is kind of awkward, but I had to come to you because we got thrown out of the, they told us we could not come back to the, um, <laughs> to the church because there's some unethical stuff going, there's some things that are just going on about this that they just not doing us right. Like there's some unethical stuff was going. They wasn't letting us in the church and they told us we couldn't come back. You need to find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. There's some people that's in your congregation, under your ministry, under your organization. These people ain't right. So just wanted to come to you to bring everybody together, mm -hmm. the same people, so you can see what's going on. And at the second time, and then I told him also in addition, and for some reason I just do that. <laughs> And I also feel that God has called me to pastor. Me to me to right, preach. listen, if you see your I opportunity. Said, I said, so at that moment, I learned, right. learned how to speak up. Exactly. So I said, by the way, you know, for what it's worth, I said, I feel I'm being called, you know, I'm feeling called to preach because he would teach that to mm -hmm. me. If you feel you're being called to preach, don't be fearful. Let him know. Right. But here's the thing with me. Whenever doors open with me, mm -hmm. I've never told, never expressed it to a so-called leader. Mm-hmm about my gifts and my calling that I wanted to preach. I've never had, never mentioned to any pastor or any leader that I was called a priest. That's why it was kind of awkward for me. Mm -hmm. Because whenever I was at Because that, that was place, outside of what you used to do. They yeah. was coming to you. So you never like pitched yourself to people to say, I never did I've been that. trying to be a little bit more comfortable with it because that not it's not begging, but it's more so letting people you know, who, know you who you are. are. Right. Like even exactly. with my doctor yesterday, you know what? That could lead you into better situations. With my doctor yesterday, he asked me where I worked or whatever, but then I, I don't know how I told him. I'm like, yeah, but I'm a life coach and a motivational speaker. He then gives me me other suggestions on who I need to hit up. Go to this mosque and reach out to the congressman and do this and do that. And I'm like, okay, and tell them Dr. Childry sent you. And I'm like, you never know when you speak on who you actually are, what positions that other people can put you in. Yeah. So that's a little lesson that I learned on that, but I agree with you on that. That's never been me to like pitch myself to right, people. But I, get, I get what you're saying because that's what had happened like when that really, that was the first time I had to learn that too. Mm -hmm. okay. The fact that I did even mention it, that means I knew that inkling was like that. In your right, in your gut. That's the time to mention, especially in, in, it was a, it was at that time where things was going right. Like you know, what maybe he might make up for it with yeah, or maybe I need to tell him this now because this is probably why this was I was going through this. Right like now, this might be the time. Like mm -hmm. okay, this might be the event for you know. And he said, okay, God, and he was I. I believe he really knew something about it but the universe just didn't allow it to be because if it wasn't meant to be it would have it would have been but not also that i think had it came to pass i would not be talking to you right now right i would probably still be at creflo dollars church mm -hmm. in, in religion, that cult mindset in that cult mindset and i would not i would be lost in who i really was mm-hmm everything we've been through is necessary for where we are right now yeah i would still be like 
you would y'all would still be there. We would still be in that closet. Y'all be growing reading them Bibles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Y'all wouldn't come to know who y'all are as goddesses and gods. I agree. As goddesses. So I believe um, and it, it, it bothered me, man. It hurt me because at that particular time, I was going through my marriage. Mm-hmm. I was going through It was just finances. a lot, everything. Yeah, and I was just coming back to rest, being restored, in, like, psychologically. I mm-hmm. just got a job um, in Georgia. You know, I was just, back that during that time, getting a job at the uh, Hartsville Airport was big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now was, I was seeing, to me, it was, like, supposed to be stability. I got, oh, I got my beautiful awesome daughters with me right you know even though my marriage is not going good okay at least i got something to kind of hope okay my daughters can look up to like Mm -hmm. even though i always had power and stability but y'all would come as girls Mm -hmm. see as a man i didn't want y'all growing up like thinking like that my father you know you were i always wanted to have this image of nah man responsible man is a man Mm -hmm. real man Mm -hmm. with something that okay if i do find somebody man at least have some type of qualities in the man like mm-hmm. that um so he was gracious we sent a letter try to get back into church the next day they still let us back in we wrote a certified letter we said okay let's write a certified letter to Creflo Dollar and Tabitha his wife's name was Taffy at that time and just write a letter to them certify and make sure they got it mm-hmm. a couple of days later uh, we were waiting to see about the letter because they still didn't let us back in the church right because you know whatever they was telling them that something had happened mm-hmm. it is now 2022 we received that letter in the mail uh, a couple of days later, prior, you know, during that time. Mm-hmm. They received the letter. And according to the letter, they didn't even acknowledge it like, just like listen we want you to come back mm-hmm. we never we never was heard told, anything you know it's okay we didn't hear anything from them like it's okay to come back such like that right to this day to this day to this day if we pull up on the Creflo Dollar Church see we get arrested now, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got different administration now. Yeah, know. because I think one time I went, I think I might have went back one time. Really? They didn't even know it was me. Right. That's what I knew. I and said, they didn't even know it was me. I said, they lied to me and my family. This church so daggone big, we could have still been coming to church. It sat in a different really section. We <laughs> but it really bothered me at that time. Y'all, it was y'all, It really hurt me because y'all was young girls at right. that time. And that was the most damaging for me. It's like psychologically. Mm-hmm. I said, wow, if y'all really wanted to get to me, don't have my girl, don't do that to my girl. Right, right, right. But I see that that was turned out to be the best thing ever, thing right? Because I think say, that's when we really got out of church. Y'all got out of church, religion. Yeah. I mean, the fact that y'all were able to, what really was so refreshing for me that was, I didn't even have to teach. I didn't have to. Grow, y'all didn't have to grow up with me teaching y'all being to be religious. Mm-hmm. 
So even if y'all miss me for a couple of moments in time, y'all were able to figure that out from another spiritual. Y'all really was, really y'all experienced being spiritual. Yeah, and thank God though, because honestly, I'd rather had had some type of spiritual or connection than none at all. Like there's other parts of my family, like my mother's side, yeah. that they don't have it at all. And so I would not prefer not to have you anything. Have I thank God that I've been able to decide for myself what it means to me and not I think getting wrapped up in the religion, but I have but enough have that I can right to understand that there's some that there is important even in, in religions, there's some spirituality in it. Right. But at the same time we understand too that when you get caught up in a whole bunch of there's a lot of rules. Yes. But once you get caught up in them rules. Yeah, and it gets you back. We understand it's some the, the purpose behind it with their their intent. But it's control. It, I don't like their rules. Their rules too. is controlled. Yeah. I don't it, like it. it. Because if you just want to teach the word and you want people to feel uplifted and motivated, then that's what I'm doing as a motivational speaker. But I don't have rules to people. Yeah. To try to influence yeah, it should be Listen, if you're, and this is what I loved about, I got away from. Oh, I, I still got, got once, once he did it and told me, once he said, once we find out that, that's when I broke away from religion. I said, okay, I'm done. Right. This ain't for me. Yeah, I said, I'm done. Now. I ain't messing with this anymore. That's when I really. Because they on some other stuff up in here. Yeah, that's that was the last time I stopped joining. That was the last time I. You was, joined the church. I joined yeah, the church. I for sure. that's for sure. That was the last day. You ain't never joined another church since. I ain't been back since. I might have went to, I went to um, the church that the fellowship you go to sometimes. FCBC, yeah. yeah. Every now and then I would come up in. But to be an official member, nah, we good. Yeah, that was CG sometimes. I was messing around. Oh, with yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, playing yeah. at that moment. Yeah. And that <laughs> was fun. In your play I wins. like being devilish during that time. Ah, I, I like being devilish, Ooh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, wait, hold on. Ooh, me. Not Pastor Steve. Yeah, that's you and just being yourself. Really exactly. That's you wasn't was devilish. Exactly. You never was devilish. Because you was just your own self, but then you started adapting the ways of other people. So it started telling you who you needed to be when that wasn't really who you was anyway. Instead of, thank God, in this life, I find that balance. I don't feel devilish. I do what I want. I smoke. I do different things, but I'm still spiritual. But it's not like I have to follow a rule of anybody but besides myself. And that's what me- this is where the difference between ancient science, right. ancient knowledge, or ancient occult, and we were talking about occult mm-hmm. versus cult, cult. Right. Occult, it just simply means the, the science knowledge, the to know science. Mm-hmm. That's what occult teachings are. Occult teachings has to do with science okay and science just simply means knowledge okay so science can be anything that you that you are to get knowledgeable about to. right you can be the science of your hair right you can be like the science of your robe the science like of the life science, coaching the science of life coaching so science just science is just not biology science biology is a spectrum under science exactly. right and just science just simply means knowledge so those who have tried to spook it turned what was originally the ancient teachings about science, mm-hmm. strictly with just ancient knowledge about certain things, principles and secrets and teachings of science, astrology, uh, 
Hermetica. The Hermetica. I think I might have sent you one about the Egyptian text. Mm -hmm. They have a thing about the Egyptian text, and they have the Rosicrucians, Baphomet. I'll go into a whole thing next time we see each other about the Baphomet. This whole perception, especially with this Baphomet, once again, when you're ignorant to science, mm -hmm. when you're when those who teach religion versus science, when you don't know and are ignorant to another man's to teachings that you have never been familiar with. So me and you come up in, I was in, born in the 60s, you was born in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Where me and you both can relate to is, me and you were not introduced to the Baphomet when we were young. Mm -hmm. Had we been induced to the Baphomet just like you was induced to Christianity, mm -hmm. had you understand the proper teaching of it, we'd have looked at Baphomet like, ooh! In a whole different way, right? I like this! Mm -hmm. You would have been smiling. And see, this is what this is what happens when you're when we're ignorant to something and don't know it two things are happening either we'll be scared of it mm -hmm. or we'll call it devilish yes and when we see other people maybe connected with the image and maybe their lifestyle might be doing something what we might call not good or evil mm -hmm. because we don't understand them either we don't understand and then maybe sometimes the people that we're connecting it might be doing some acts under the that somebody else is calling them that, mm -hmm. then we don't know where these, we don't hang with these people. We might be hearing sometimes, let me give example, Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Beyonce and Jay-Z and most of these celebrities, they were putting up the sign, the two signs of the horns. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the two signs of the horns are? The no. two signs of the horn is a symbol of the masculine and feminine energy which is actually the black female and the black male. Mm. The we done decided that it was the devil. Right, why? Because somebody told us yep, it was. that they Illuminati and they just that and there. And they are Illuminati. Oh, okay. But here's the truth. Illuminati you, is not I'm the Illuminati devil either. too. Oh. You Illuminati too. Why? Because the word Illuminati just simply means illumination. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the difference though. You have to ask ourselves is, if you're now, if you are a coach and your whole intention is coaching, but now somebody invites you to one of their parties, if Jay-Z invites you to one of his parties mm -hmm. or Beyonce invites you to one of her parties and you get there and coming to find out that she's worshiping, she has a statue of this Baphomet because I have it too. Mm -hmm. See, see this? You ain't know I had it, right? <laughs> no. See, you wouldn't even know I had it. Mm -hmm. And I just, that's recent information. I got a blanket with the goat on it. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between a blanket with the goat and a blanket with Jesus Christ? The difference is the knowledge. Right. The if you don't is, know about it, then it's the devil. Because so, we know about the story of Jesus Christ. Everybody knows about it, so it's okay. But come to find out the truth about that, now it depends on what we want to perceive, mm -hmm. that come to find out according to science that this Jesus, that painting that they see the white Jesus, was a painting of Sicily Borgia, which is Pope Alexander the Fourth, Pope Alexander's son. So and it wasn't a, even Jesus. It's a historical fact that this is in documentations in Poland. These are documents that the, the Pope, that, that Jesus that came out, that white image of that Jesus. That everybody knows is not everybody knows Jesus. is from Sicily Borgia. And come to find that this is another historical fact. If you look up in your in your iPad now, look up the Pope worshiping the black Madonna. The black Madonna. They will show you literally that this white pope has a statue of this black Madonna who you know it as Mary. Oh, okay. Which Mary and the Mary and the baby Jesus, actually the mother was actually being worshipped and the baby. 
So the post secretly, literally worship the black Madonna, which was called originally from the Egyptian text, was called Isis. Mm -hmm. Which the whole Baphomet, that Baphomet teaching came from the Moors. The Moors were black males. And what they did, they put this... More Baphomet. like Othello. Yeah. 